Hello, you're listening to Her Works Do Follow, and you're here with Gina, Naja, and Adriana. In today's episode, we're discussing gender role stereotypes and how they uniquely affect women throughout history in New Bedford. I want to emphasize what the future means for girls and women in our community, and we'll be right back. Hey, welcome back. I'm Gina, and if you didn't know, I'm here with Naja and Adriana. What do you guys think about gender roles? I personally think that it's wrong for someone to say you can't do something just because you're a girl. What do you think about it? I think, personally, like, from my own personal experience, I feel like you shouldn't really, like, discriminate, like, by gender because that doesn't really solve any problems because technically, without women, a lot of things, people wouldn't be here and, like... They kind of, like, discriminate us, and, like, when it comes to, like, getting into the pay gap, awful, very awful. Like, guys get paid more than women, even though they do the same jobs or similar jobs and work in the same facility, but they don't get paid as much as a guy, which doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because when my mom used to work, I went to her work once, and she did very hard work, and all I see is, like, this guy barely doing nothing, and he gets paid, like, $400, and then I see my mom paying, getting, like, $200, like, she doing more work than the freaking guy, so why is she not we'll getting paid? But also, I'm going to also say, the government, they do take money from, like, from when you get paid, like, weekly, if you get paid every two weeks or weekly, they take money from your paycheck, and they... It makes no sense. That's just the way the government is, and at the end of the year, taxes come, and then you get your taxes, and then my mom... Like, you apply for whatever, one, I forget which one it is, apply for a number or something like that. My mom told me this, and then, um, she was like, uh, what's it called? She said that, um, at the end of the year, you get, or, like, when you, when taxes are, when you do your taxes, basically you get money back. That's what she told me. What do you think about Adriana? Well, I think, um, gender roles should, um, it's okay if you don't want to talk. Just take your time. It's fine. Yeah, no, it's true. You can cut off. Okay, good. So, gender roles should, um... um you know, you know, we can cut pieces out and then it'll, like, we'll merge it together so it'll like, make more sense. Do you? So, so just take your time. Uh, about it. Like, like, well, a story that happened to me. Well, not me, but my friend. Um, was when she was walking home from school, well, yeah, to go home, and her friend was behind her, and then her friend lived like a block away from the school, and then my friend lived a couple more blocks from his house. So he got dropped off first, and then um, they said I love you to each other, and then what happened was. She was really scared to walk by herself to her house because there's people out there that don't know how to treat women the way that they're supposed to be treated. And, like, I feel like people shouldn't walk, like, they sh- girls should be able to walk home by themselves without being, like, like stared at for long, like, and boys acting weird. But when she walked home two blocks from his house, um, 
<laughs> what happened was there was a guy behind her and like went to go touch her and then she felt something like on her back. So she elbowed like she elbowed him and then smacked him and then punched him in the stomach and ran to a house. And then her mom called the cops. Also, when it comes to like generals, like you know, sometimes like on social social media in general, like on Snapchat, for example, like like there's been in the past, like I've known people who like this like random weird people, especially older grown men, they'll be sending mm -hmm. pictures of their private parts, and their it's penis. very. Of very uncomfortable, and like they'll ask girls for like new pictures of themselves, like their chest area or their butt, and it's very like that's not like is I feel like that's not what you know men were taught to be. There's I I thought more of like how you know they're not supposed to ask us because that's just like inappropriate and that's like being like a weirdo, not weirdo, but like just being like not like. A good person in general. It's more of like it's more of like an inhumane thing someone should be doing. But that's just my opinion. Yeah, I understand what you're going through because a lot of my friends and a lot of like times, me sometimes I go to my Snapchat and I see like these grown ass men follow me and then like send pictures of their bottom area and I don't even ask for it because I don't want that. That's just disgusting. Carry ass people. <laughs> I'm sorry, but like that's very disgusting because like you're a grown ass man. What happens if your daughter finds out or your wife finds out that you're doing that to little girls and like teenagers, and you have a, your own daughter? What will happen if a grown ass man did that to your daughter? You wouldn't like it. So why are you doing it to other girls? Like that's not good. It's like very disrespectful. And like oh, this has happened fun. to a lot of girls, and it happens to me like more than ten times, and it gets so annoying. Like boy, like get a life, stop doing that. Like no offense, but still no, I don't care. No. Um, oh. oh. Hey, welcome back. I'm Gina, and this is Naja. Hey. So like now we're gonna talk about Martha Bailey Briggs. So basically. Martha was a woman, an African-American woman, who basically went to high school in New Bedford, and she went to high school at the age of 12. She um, also, she graduated, um, and then, like, after that, then she worked for her father, and then her, like, first ever teaching job, well, one of her first teaching jobs, was at Martha's Vineyard teaching the gay head and massive Wampanoags. And she basically wanted to help women become, like, be able to go to school, not stay home, like how they were supposed to do. And this was in the 1850s, before the whole women's activist, um, feminist thing, before all this happened. So it's... I think that's one of the most important parts of like stereotypes. She was breaking boundaries. So, I wanted to talk about my coming out story. Like, I have two because of like I'm two things because I'm bi gender and bisexual. So, like my coming out story about becoming bi gender is when I was in sixth grade and me and my friend and her cousin went over my house, and they were both. 
by um by, they were both bisexual and I think one of them were a lesbian and um we did spin bottle and we had to like you know spin bottle you had to kiss one like or peck one each other like at the moment I didn't care about it because like we're just doing a game so when they left I like started like liking it and I wanted myself to like stop liking it because my family is a religious they all believe in God I believe in God too but like I believe that you should be yourself too. Like you should be yourself and like who you are and like be yourself and be happy for who you are. And I started like liking it. And I wanted myself to stop so I wouldn't like disappoint my family. So I said, no, you're not liking this. It's all in your head. No, it's not how you think. You don't like it. You don't like it. You don't like it. But it just came to a point. Hey, I like it. Whatever. It doesn't matter. And I actually. That actually affected me. Stop being friends with those two people, cause I didn't know what I was doing and I thought it was wrong. But then, when I came to seventh grade, I started being their friends again, cause I realized me liking something and stop being their friends makes absolutely no sense. So I became their friends again and said I'm sorry to them and stuff. And my second story, me being bigender, is when I always like being like boys and I always like being with like girls and stuff. And sometimes when I look at boys, I say, hey, I want to have your body. I want to have your clothes and stuff. And sometimes when I look at girls, I I want to, like, be, I want to have, like, your hairstyle, your body type and stuff. And, like, it gave me very confused because I like wearing men clothes and girl clothes. And, like, my mom will only buy me girl girl clothes and, like, girly stuff. And I don't really like girly stuff. I'm kind of, like, a tomboyish, but I like being, like, a boy and a girl. And... Sometimes I look on YouTube and start Googling, Googling and stuff. And then I found this one video about talking about this stuff. But um, that person wasn't a he or she. It was just knit. The only word that you could use it. And I started Googling what hap- um, what is it called when you want to be a girl and a boy. And then there's two by gender and gender fluid, but they're two different. They're kind of alike, but they're different too. And then I saw that by gender is who I am because I don't want to be called it or they. So you could call me he or she, but I like it more. She just call me he more sometimes because I like being a boy sometimes. So, like, And it's good because I have a low voice, so it's good. Um. So, when like, so, like, getting to that with coming out. So, like, I identify as bisexual. And, like, I first came out and I go to therapy for, like, like to express how I feel and all that. And like I have anxiety and all that. So coming out, it was a lot harder. And like during my therapy session with my counselor, my mom was there too. So I said, well, I have to tell you something. And she's like, what? And I said, well, I'm bisexual. And I was crying this whole time I was trying to come out. It was a very touchy subject at that time. And I was only 12. Now, that might sound crazy. It might, but it's just... When I told her I was bisexual, she's like, wow. And she's like, do you even know what that means? I said, yes. It means when you like girls and guys. And she's like, okay. And then she was telling me, well, you're only 12, so you really don't know. You're just confused. And and then she was like, you need to go talk to your aunt about this. And I'm like, I was a bit taken back by that. And I didn't know what to do. So it was hard, you know. My mom, 
you know, she still doesn't, she still thinks I'm questioning and I'm not what I identify as. But I've learned I know myself better than anybody else. And, like, it's hard, especially, like, on the internet, too. Because when social media, Instagram, Snapchat, like, there was, like, on, I remember this one time on Snapchat, I was just looking. And, like, all of a sudden, I seen, like, this um, emoji that was basically said, no homo. Or, like, and I'm, like... That is, that's, like, that's offensive because, like, you're saying, like, oh, no, homo, but it shouldn't be, like, if you're, like, guys, like, if, like, I remember this one time in my class, they were, like, these are two boys, and they're, like, oh, I love you, but no homo, and I'm, like, that's kind of, like, you're being, like, offensive, and, like, especially on Instagram, when you come, like, if you, like, share your experience with people that you, that are your followers and, like, people that, like, look up to you or, like, try like just like your post or whatever and they see that you come out as this gay straight bi or whatever then some people are very homophobic about it and i like some people that are very catholic or very christian or whatever religion that they are some some catholic or christian people they don't take it so well and then like when there's pride day and like a whole month like of the year that it's just for them it's like you see christian people and catholic people going out there with crosses and saying jesus does not accept you and it's like it shouldn't be the way the world is but i feel like it's more of like if you think about it like if we go back to homo sapiens like go before prehistoric times there was like oh there wasn't like oh gay straight you just met if you you like if you like that person you went you got that's just how it was and now it's like gay straight there shouldn't be labels i feel that labels shouldn't define you as a person what what defines you is what you do and how you make the world see you as a person not by your sexuality your race your color your name and your gender that shouldn't define you as a person so yeah and i wanted to come out like to like the whole my followers my friends through like social media because and i just wanted to come out but i didn't want my mom to know yet and i forgot that my mom and my brother and my grandma have instagram and i forgot they do and it was my fault for telling them how to use them but like i want i just said oh i'm I'm bisexual like hashtag bisexual like people do and my mom found out I had it for like I think almost a month and then she looked at my profile and saw that I put that and then like she knocks on my door and she like wonders hey what's this and she got so mad at me because she like believes that men and women should be together but I it's just crazy and like she got so mad at me and she like started like yelling at me and stuff but I understand that like like and she got so mad at me, she started crying and saying, you know, I always wanted a daughter and I had you. And now that you're doing this, that's hurting me. It's like, how is it hurting you? Like, it's not my fault that I'm like this. I didn't choose to be this. It just happened and it happened. You can't stop me from liking something that I like. It's like saying, oh, I'll ma- I'm making you stop liking chocolate. That makes absolutely no sense. I like chocolate. <laughs> I like eating it. You're not going to make me stop liking it, right? Yeah. So it's like... It makes absolutely no sense. All right, so Gina, I'm going to stop you. So basically, like, I get what you're saying and all that. It's, like, hard. And, like, when, like, some people, they're wondering and they're questioning themselves about sexuality. And I feel like 
it's more of like how people are so scared to come out and just talk about that topic because i get it it's like a very <coughs> skin it's a very scary and like confusing topic to talk yeah. about but i feel like parents don't some parents be like oh i love you no matter what but when then you come out as transgender queer or whatever the case might be and then they don't accept you and then you question it, no it you're questioning yourself like did i do something to make them not accept me for who i am but it's more of how they perceive how you are as a person they shouldn't just be like you know you're like bisexual straight or asexual panasexual pansexual or like trans or like queer or gay or lesbian that shouldn't be like okay just because you're this i'm not gonna accept you it shouldn't be that way but it's the way the world works and life is hard and i feel like friends are a little bit more accepting than family due to the fact that you know you're with your family 24 7 your friends they're your age so they get it like they understand a lot more than your parents do and i think it's just because we're growing when you have friends you're growing up in the same age group and adults they're already like in their 30s 20s 40s in their older adulthood ages and they don't understand because as they were growing up they probably don't have any gay brothers or sisters or bisexual or any other besides straight brothers or sisters so it's more hard for them to get the concept and that goes into homophobia which is basically people being homophobic and just being like like just rude towards people who express themselves as a person and it's like you can't define somebody because they're straight, gay, or whatever the case may be. That shouldn't define a person. If you define someone because of that, then that you should be really questioning it. Because it's like, we're all human. Gender, color, race, none of that should matter. All that should matter is that we're human. And we were put on this earth for great things. We weren't here to just be like, oh, I'm going to be a jerk to you. And that's how the world works. And it's also about power. People who have money, they think they have the most power. But the problem is people who are minorities, they have a voice. And their voice needs to be heard. Because if we don't have people who are trying to have their voice be heard, then nothing's ever going to change. Especially with homophobia. Because homophobia, it's been the same. And you know, there's... Our president, he's probably homophobic too. Maybe his, like, we have homophobic people that are controlling our country. And it's getting kind of scary. Alright, so the reason why we brought sexuality was because I think it's important to talk about it. Because not a lot of people really discuss it. And I feel like it should be a more comfortable and, like, open thing to talk about. Especially when you think about it, because, like, if you go back to gender rolling, it kind of plays a part in sexuality, because there's, like, like the line between, well, if you're not straight, then the devil has taken over your body, like, in a religious way, or you're just a very bad person if you are a homosexual, if you, or, uh, or uh, as you identify as something else besides straight, which I think that's, that's crazy, and some other words but 
I feel like that shouldn't be the way we are, like, brought up as people because we are all human. And technically, that shouldn't really matter. Like, love is stronger than appearance and everything. If you love somebody because of who they are as a person, then there should be nothing wrong with that. But, you know, there's some people in this world who are very ignorant and arrogant towards people who believe that love is love and that's just how it should be. That's just my thing. Alright, so Gina. Yes. I'm going to ask you this question. So, um, hmm. what is what is the most important change that should be made to your country? Like, the most important change? Yes, like, what should be the how most... How we treat each other and how, like, the way, like, people are so rude to people, like you said, about different types of people. Like, it makes, like, no sense. Like, you, like you said about, like, sexual people having, like, sexuality. Because it makes no sense that, like, people treat other people about their gender or their sexuality. Because, like, like I don't because, like, some people that are, like, transgender or, like, that, like, people that are transgender, they're... Their mind develops a one gender, and the, your body develops a other. So, like some pe- some people develop their brain as a girl or a boy, and they get a body of a girl or a boy. And it's not freaking fair when people say, "No, you were born a girl, so you're gonna be a girl." Like, no, I was born a man in a female's body. Just you don't know that because your brain develops one thing, your body another. So it makes absolutely no sense how people treat each other in this country because it's disrespectful. Because like. People are making fun of, like, trannies or whatever. Because this boy keeps calling this girl tranny. And she, for some reason, because maybe she looks like a boy or something. I don't know, but it, like, makes no sense. If you called a real transgender tranny, they would actually be super mad at you. Maybe scream at you. Or they might go home and cry in their room because it's not, like, fair. Like, and I know some people that, like, are transgender. And I know they won't like that. They won't like it if you call them training or something like it makes them under- understand. It makes no understand. Um, so like what you know saying like about that, the one thing I probably would change about this country is like the way we like let's just like racism and like sexuality, like the when it comes to like gender gender equality, because it's like it's like it's like it's been a while since, like, you know, things have changed because men still get paid more than women. It's pretty sad. But, like, I feel like racism also has to do with, like, gender role, like, gender equality. Because you have white women and men. And then you have black, African Americans, Latino, Irish, all different types of races besides white people. And they're getting less and less opportunities as society goes on. And it's 2019. Like, this, it's like, slavery is over and done with, and technically without these races, we would not have, like, piping and, like, um, like, just stuff like that, because, like, um, the Italians, they made our piping system so we could have it, and without them, technically, I don't know where it would be, and, like, slavery, bring, it plays a big role into our economy, like, stuff like that, we wouldn't have, like, it would be, like, the way the world is now would be totally different. Racism, if it never existed, 
it would be different, but it's not, and it's part of his story. Um, and it impacts the future generation and as the generation as a person that's going into the future of being an adult, this is like, we, we need to do better. And we can do better. And I feel like the way we have to do better is by starting from the minorities and they have the voice. The people who have, people who think that they have the most power because they have money. Money can get you a lot of places in life, but that doesn't mean your voice has the most power. The voice has more power than money. And if you have a voice and you have power with that, then you get a lot farther in life than someone who just has money and pays their way through life because that doesn't get you nowhere. Money does not make you happy. What you do and, like, persuade or, like, gratitude yourself towards that makes you happy, that's going to be, like, okay, I feel like I've done what I wanted to do with life, and now you watch the society as it grows. And I think that's it. Alright, so thank you for listening to our podcast, or episode as others would call it. Um, on behalf of me, Naja, um, Adriana, Gina. So, right. just stay tuned. Thank you for listening. Yay!